What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. What a week it's been in the world of pro wrestling. There has certainly been no shortage of news, no shortage of information, and thankfully, no shortage of your support. So I always like to start by saying thank you so much for supporting what we're doing here at The Faction. It means the world to our entire crew so thank you so much if you are not following us on the socials go ahead and follow us today at the faction show on instagram facebook and twitter we're dropping a lot of news sometimes before it hits the podcast so you definitely want to stay connected there and insert your opinion you never know we may actually read it here on one of our episodes of the faction also subscribe to our podcast if you've not done so already if you have thank you so much if you haven't hit the subscribe button where you're listening to us now not just that but everybody tell somebody about what's happening here at the faction super easy to do you can post it you can tweet it you can text it however you do it let somebody in your circle know about what's happening here with the faction and let's grow our faction nation with that said or really i should probably call us our faction universe or our global faction we'll land on the right name because we are certainly global and international and we shout out all of our international fans who are joining us from all around the world okay so there's a lot to get into as there seems to always be we don't have the monday night raw ratings because it was a holiday it was labor day so it'll take another day to come in no worries we'll get that to you if you even watched monday night raw but there's some news to talk about relative to nxt and to several superstars as well i do want to start the conversation talking about nxt i want to warn you that there are going to be spoilers so if you did not watch nxt last night you may want to either press pause or maybe fast forward to other parts of the conversation until you've watched nxt if you don't mind spoilers or you've already watched then let's jump into the conversation so some results from last night's nxt and really i don't know if i should necessarily go through the results as much as i want to talk about certain talking points now watching nxt over the last three weeks really over the last four weeks has hit a bit differently ever since the rumors have come out about these changes happening to NXT, whether it is the logo, whether it is how NXT is being shot, or perhaps the biggest piece of it, that Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard are coming in to pretty much take over the production of NXT TV, it has made a lot of us wonder. As you know, the trend RIP NXT was a thing for a few days because a lot of people feel as though NXT's changes that are coming are not good for the brand couple that with varying people who have been lost from nxt whether they were released as part of the massive release that has happened over the last couple of months or if they have gone to greener pastures or if they found their way on raw or smackdown it's just been a really interesting time for the black and gold brand I watched last night, first of all, because I love NXT, I've been a fan forever, but I also wanted to see 
what kind of hints would be dropped in terms of the changes? There were parts of me that thought, okay, perhaps something would happen where the current set as we know would be destroyed to make explanation and room for this new look, this new feel, this new production, et cetera, et cetera. None of that happened. In fact, there wasn't even a reference to the new branding. There wasn't a reference to big changes, none of that. So that's interesting. Secondly, when I look at the programming, first and foremost, there is always great wrestling action at NXT, and there certainly was last night. Some great, great matches, including two tag title matches. And by the way, I want to certainly shout out what Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro have been doing as a tag team. Certainly their popularity has been growing with what they've been doing on the socials. But I think their tag team continuity and chemistry have really been fantastic. So if you haven't watched, it's really intriguing to see them as a team and how well they hung with Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, though Io and Zoe are still your tag team champions. But there is one thing that I've been seeing on NXT and I've been seeing it really for the last few weeks. And I just remember as I'm watching I felt something in my stomach. Let me explain. So last night we saw the bachelor and bachelorette party for Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell respectively. And I've got to tell you that for the entertainment fan, you might like something like that. You know, you might want to see when they go out on their first date. You might want to see, you know, what their bachelorette and bachelor party is going to be like, who's attending, what's going on. And for those who like entertainment like that, that's awesome. You can probably tell from where I'm coming from. That's not necessarily me. I don't necessarily watch the WWE for strictly its non-wrestling entertainment value. I could have completely done without the bachelorette party, the bachelor party. None of it really did anything for me. And they seemed like segments that could have been used for matches or for great interviews or something along that line. So that seems like it's got Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard's hands on it, fingerprints on it. And of course, with next week being the wedding for Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis, wrestling weddings, regardless of the promotion, don't go well. Very few of them actually happen as one might think. And so there's a part of me that's wondering, okay, where is the swerve coming from for next week? Is it coming from Dexter Loomis, right? Is it? Are we going to find out something pretty crazy there? Is it coming from... You know, maybe even Indy Hartwell. I don't know. Is it coming from some entity that we haven't seen on NXT television yet? I hope that this is going to be used for something of great significance. And then I had a question as I was watching last night that nobody has seemed to ask or answer. Where's Austin Theory? Austin Theory just kind of vanished, went away, and then there was no more mention of him. Now, I don't believe he was in the list of folks who was released, so it makes me wonder, will Austin Theory perhaps return to NXT next week? I'm intrigued. I'm also intrigued because I want to see what these changes are going to do. I want to see how the lighting is going to be changed. I want to see how the arena is going to look, and I want to see if NXT is really going to feel different. 
I didn't think NXT was broken, but apparently there are people who do. And at the end of the day, the measuring stick for WWE relative to whether or not NXT is successful will be ratings. And I say ratings specifically because it's on USA and there is a separate deal connected to it. Now, it's funny because we also know that WWE's commitment to certain things isn't always about ratings. And I hearken to 205 Live, which is still a live and active brand, though they have done what I suggested, which was moving it to wherever NXT was taped, which in this case is the CWC. The problem, though, is it does still air immediately after SmackDown on the WWE Network. I don't really know the numbers for that, or I should say on Peacock. I don't really know the numbers for that, but I will say that I haven't watched 205 Live in a very long time, and I tried to hold true to that particular brand. With that said, let me also throw this out here. I think one of the real advantages for NXT being an actual wrestling brand is this. WWE now has many different things it can offer, be it SmackDown, Raw for the commercial viewer or casual viewer, NXT, NXT UK and 205 Live for the diehard wrestling fan, right? That should be something that they consider. After all, it's the diehard wrestling fan that is actually spending money on merchandise. It's the diehard wrestling fan that actually has Peacock and they're spending $4.99 a month uh, to be able to access these pay-per-views and the programming on WWE. Why WWE continues to ignore the pro wrestling fan is beyond me. And part of me thinks it's this thought, we've already got them. We just need to go and get other folks. The problem, though, is the casual fan that they keep marketing to and that they've been marketing to for quite some time. That fan doesn't spend money. That fan doesn't have the commitment level to the WWE or to pro wrestling. And so those folks, not only are they not watching WWE, they certainly aren't watching any other wrestling product. So my question is, does it make sense to even go after that for the off chance that you might get them versus giving people pro wrestling? Because here's the deal. People who have left pro wrestling in terms of fans were usually fans uh, who came in during what many call the golden era of the 80s or the attitude era of the 90s. Many found themselves leaving during the ruthless aggression era, that being the era when WWE officially went public. Obviously, they went from kind of the fringe types of things they were doing for the Attitude Era to what they considered to be a more, quote, family-friendly product, which didn't necessarily score well for them for the ratings. And so this is all really interesting to see. Again, I'm not running WWE, obviously, but then there becomes this question, the rise of AEW. And I could tell you, but it's a different thing when wrestling legends start speaking out about what is going on with WWE versus AEW. There's a post that hit the socials a couple of days ago from a WWE Hall of Famer whom most wrestling fans love and respect. He's been very, very vocal 
over all of the things that have been going on in the world of pro wrestling, not just WWE. He put up a post that said, simply put, WWE is in trouble. I want you to check out what Mick Foley had to say about the WWE following AEW All Out. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video, WWE, We've Got a Problem, because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines, but part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, uh, don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day, but that was a different time, different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. All right, guys, you've heard what Mick Foley had to say. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Do you think the WWE is in trouble? Do you think that wrestlers should no longer turn to WWE in terms of promoting who they are? WWE is a great machine, but that machine, as I've said before, is geared more towards entertainment than it is to wrestling. And in fact, it's interesting if you look at their name, World wrestling entertainment the wrestling is sandwiched in between and i go so far as to say this wwe didn't start feeling this way they felt this way 30 to 40 years ago when vince mcmahon decided to start calling this sports entertainment he felt like it would be better to attract sponsors he felt like it would attract a different type of fan than what the uh, demographic was for the quote-unquote pro wrestling fan so this has been the mo of the w WWE for 40 years now, ever since Vince McMahon Jr. took over the helm. So I hope we're not surprised by what we're seeing. Some of us might be. There's kind of a reality that we have to get to. And I've said this before. I will say it again. Here's why I don't believe that AEW and WWE are in legit competition. Here's why. Because they are servicing, first of all, a different product. Second of all, to two different audiences. It is like comparing Starbucks to Burger King, right? They both might serve coffee, but they're not in the same space. Starbucks is going after a completely different customer. So you don't see Starbucks putting up sales and things like that. They don't have specials. They do what they do. And if you like it, you're going to go there. Burger King is going after a completely different demographic where coffee's not their main thing. Coffee's one of the ancillary things that they offer. And you can get a burger and you can get fries, et cetera, et cetera. At Starbucks, you're not going to get a burger and fries. You're going to get coffee. You can still get some other things. But Starbucks is known for coffee 
Burger King is known for burgers, but they both sell coffee. You get what I'm saying? AEW is known for pro wrestling. WWE is known for, quote, sports entertainment. They're not offering the same product, and they're not offering it to the same audience. So with that understanding, we can stop the comparison. I know it's natural for us to do it, but we can stop it. They really are going after two different audiences with two different products. And here's what's great about it. If you are a pro wrestling fan, you can like AEW and not like WWE, or you can like WWE and not like AEW, or imagine this concept, you could like both. There's nothing that says you have to choose. You can choose them both. But I do think we have to go into the conversation understanding that they really are doing two completely different products with two different end games in mind. That could be why The Miz is a part of season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. That was just announced earlier today as he joins Olympic gold medalist Sunisa Lee and NBA guard Iman Schubert for season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. Now, he's not the first wrestler to be a part. Chris Jericho was a part. Also, Nikki Bella was a part. In fact, that's how she met her current partner and baby daddy. So, yeah, it's not new for wrestlers to be a part, but it has been a while. Congratulations to The Miz, and you'll likely, obviously, not see him on WWE TV, and this is likely why, because he has gotten this opportunity, which, for The Miz, that's not new, right? He began on reality TV before he came into the world of pro wrestling. He does have his own reality show. So this just continues to build the star of The Miz. Congratulations to The Miz. But again, we're looking at the entertainment factor versus the pro wrestling factor. One other thing to talk about, Kevin Owens, could he be AEW bound? So there's an article that is out right now on Bleacher Report and in several other spaces that there have been some changes made to Kevin Owens' contract. Back in 2018, he signed a five-year deal, which was going to have him in WWE until 2023. But upon further review, and thanks to the pandemic, the pandemic caused WWE to restructure several contracts. One of those contracts being the contract of Kevin Owens, where it was supposed to expire in 2023. It is now set to expire January of 2022. That is all of one, two, three four months away tops. He then added to the speculation by tweeting the coordinates to Mount Rushmore and saying something along the lines of, soon we'll be on the way. Now, for those who don't understand that now deleted tweet, Mount Rushmore is a faction that Kevin Owens was a part of when he was at Ring of Honor. And who was a part of that? The Young Bucks and Adam Cole all of whom, of course, are part of AEW. So it raised the speculation that perhaps Kevin Owens could be headed to AEW when his contract expires. Now, he's had a wildly successful WWE career based on whatever you consider success to be. If you consider success to be title runs, well, here's a guy who is an NXT champion, an Intercontinental champion, a U.S. champion. He's also won the Universal Championship in a moment that was very memorable to so many. His WWE debut on Raw, he beats John Cena as the NXT champion. 
Big, big things have happened for Kevin Owens. He's also been involved in some incredible feuds with Chris Jericho, which was a very high-profile feud. But he's also had moments where he's just kind of waned, right? And that's not because of his ability as much as it is the opportunities that have been given to him. So, should Kevin Owens make the move? I will say this. If you were not privy to seeing Kevin Owens before WWE, you missed a treat. At that point, he was known as Kevin Steen. And as Kevin Steen, his long-standing feud with El Generico, a.k.a. Sami Zayn, is one of the things that heated up the indies during the early 2010s. And so the question now is, what would this version of Kevin Owens do if reunited with an Adam Cole, if reunited with the Young Bucks. Now, of course, with several former WWE names there, plus several new names, Kevin Owens could add even more to what AEW has and continues to build. So I wanna get your thoughts. Should Kevin Owens make the jump to AEW? Speaking of AEW, tonight is AEW Dynamite, where there's a lot going on. It's the homecoming show for John Moxley as AEW debuts in Cincinnati. And boy, what a test he has as he battles Minoru Suzuki from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Let's, just let me tell you this now. If you've never watched New Japan or you've never watched AEW, tonight's a good night to watch for that match alone because it's going to be incredible. Malachi Black takes on Dustin Rose tonight also we could very well see the presence of adam cole or brian danielson cm punk will likely be there there's a lot of potential for tonight's aew dynamite riding off the heels of a white hot all out which was incredible we're still buzzing about that so it'll be interesting to watch all of aew's programming this week and i hope that you'll be doing that as well all right guys with that said we're going to get out of here i hope you are having an amazing day so far and that you'll continue to have an incredible day we definitely want to hear your feedback on today's show and all the topics we talked about so you can hit us up on the socials at the faction show on instagram facebook and twitter we'd love to hear from you and i'd also love to hear from you guys some of the things that you'd like for us to discuss we're putting some cool things together and i want to get your input on that so hit us up on the socials as well at the faction show i am already cooking up an idea in my head perhaps about talking about the greatest pay-per-views of all time i think that would be a fun discussion and i'd love to get your input on that maybe we'll do a separate post just to get your input all right with that said we're going to get out of here thanks for hanging out with us today representing from a good brother's courtney beard brandon clack and the fourth horseman john murray my name is gerard bonner and this is the faction <laughs>